Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nidarim Daf Samach Gimel. We are holding on Daf Samach Beis Amid Beis. We are up to Ad HaGeshamim, Ad Sheyuhu Geshamim at the two dots, four lines from the end of the page. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Le'ilu Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. also by Yalin Yosef Gervich, in appreciation of the children's Rebbeim and Morot, also by Avi and Esti Goldstein and family, Lezecher Nishmas, their beloved son, Zachary Goldstein, my dear Talmud, Chaim Tzvi Ben Avram, on his fourth yard site, which is tomorrow on Wednesday, and also by my Talmud, David Rosenzweig, and Mi'ira Prager, in honor of their wedding, Be'ezor Sashem tonight. So Mazel Tov to them. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So again, we are holding Samach Beis and Beis, and the Mishnah, the Gemara rather, is first going to talk about when a person says, Ad Hageshem, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean until it actually rains or until these man of Geshem? We had a Machlokas in the Mishnah when one says, Ad Hageshamim, whether it means until it actually rains or until the time of rain. So the Gemara is going to discuss that maybe Ad Hageshem is different than Ad Hageshamim, and we'll have to discuss why that's the case. Then the mission in the middle of Ahmed Aleph is going to discuss how to account for Adar Beis in Nidarim, meaning which Adar is called Adar Stam, when you just say Adar, which one do we mean? Do we mean Adar Rishon or Adar Sheni? And if you take a Nedar for the whole year, and it happens to be a Shanamu Beres, do we assume that Adar Sheni is included in the uh, in the Nedar or not? And then the Mishnah on Ahmed Beis, which is just a long Mishnah without any Gemara on it, is going to tell us a number of cases of Nedarim where Tanoim held, the different Tanoim held, it means something different than what it sounds like. That there's some sort of hechrich to tell me that even though with all of the rules we learned until now about how to interpret Lashonos of Nadarim, it should mean something, uh, but based on other factors, we assume it means something else entirely, that it means something different than what it sounds like. And that mission is going to take us all the way to the end of the Parak Be'ezros Hashem. So let's begin with uh, the uh, two, at the two dots, four lines from the end of the page. Andaf Samach Bezam Bez. So the Mishnah said. Ada Gishamim, Adjihu Gishamim. If a person says Ada Gishamim or Adjihu Gishamim, so Adjiterid Raviashniya, it means until the second rain comes down. But Rabbishimum Liel Omer, Rabbishimum Liel disagreed, and he said, no, it's Adzman Raviashniya, not until the actual rain comes, but until the Zman where it should rain, where the Raviashniya is expected. So we have this Machlokas when you use the words Ad Hagishamim, does it mean actual rain or the time? That you would expect the rain. So Rabbi Zera Machlokas Tamar Ad Hagishamim. Rabbi Zera comments that that whole Machlokas between the Chachamim and Shemim Gamliel is only if you said Ad Hagishamim, because by by adding that Yud and Mem at the end of the word Geshem, you're being you're you're adding something extra to your lashon to in order to say that it should be until the rain actually comes. Avol Amar Ad Hageshem. But if you just say Ad Hageshem, then Ad Zman Geshamim Ka'amar. Then for sure you only mean until the Zman of the Raviyashniya, not until it actually comes down. And everyone would agree to that. That's no Machlokas at all. Because since, and the, the reason we'd rather assume, meaning the, the, this is the way the Ran interprets the Gemara, is that the default position is that it's up until a certain Zman and not up until a certain event. And it's only when you say Gishamim in plural that there's Makom for one of the Tanaim to say it's up until the actual event of the rain. But the default is certainly only up until a certain Zman. And the 
reason for that is the Ran explains that there's no zman kavua for the rain to actually happen. There's no way of predicting when the rain is actually going to come down. And generally, a person tries not to answer himself with a davashen lo kitzvah with something that's unpredictable, where he has no idea what exactly he's committing himself to. So the chachamim only disagree if you say adag shamim because you added something to your lashon to let it be known that be known that you you're really trying to ask yourself until it actually rains. But uh, but otherwise, when you don't add anything to the lashon, just say adageshem. We go with the default, and the default is up until the time of the rain, and that is how the Ran understands. And the reason he explains it that way is because he's bothered by why is adageshem any different than adageshamim? Why should uh, the uh, the extra two letters make a difference? They sound like they mean the same thing, and they both sound like it means until it rains. So that's how the Ran get you know explains that no, we'd rather assume it means up until the time frame, and therefore uh, when you add the the, the uh, uh, when you make your, your the, the word a little bit longer by saying geshamim, maybe there's room to to say that it means up until it actually rains. We're going to go with the Ran's understanding as we learn through the sugya, but just to note, there are two other understandings of this line of Gemara aside from the Ran. The Rush and, and other Rishonim explain that Rabbi Zeir is saying two different chilukim between the words Gishamim and Geshem. That if you say Ada Geshem, it's only until the, the Zman HaGeshamim and not until it actually rains, even according to the Chachamim. So that's the one that the Ran had acknowledged. That when you say Ada Geshem, it's only until the date where, when the rain is expected, not until the rain actually comes. And also, so, and also it's only us, the second Chilak, the Rush says, is that when you say Ada Geshem, it's only until the Revia Rishona and not the Revia Shnia. That Geshem implies the Zman of Geshem, which is the Revia Rishona, which is the first Zman of Geshem. Geshemim implies multiple rains. So multiple rains would, apply, would, would, would imply the second rain. So that's how the Rush understands that it's actually two distinctions between the word Geshem and the word Geshemim. And the Mefarish understands and uh, the Ran quotes this, uh, this uh, possibility in, uh, in this long Ran, but he doesn't go with it, but he quotes it at the end of the Ran, that there's no chilik whether you say Ada Geshem and Ada Geshemim, uh, other than when you say Ada Geshem, it's only until the Revi'a Rishona and not Revi'a Shnia, and that's Machlokas Chacham Rameshum Gomliel, if you're Asr Adzman Geshem or until the Geshem Mamish. When Rabbi Zeri says Machlokas Amr Ada Geshemim, he means that the Machlokas only revolves around Revia Shnia when you say Adag Shamim. But if you say Adag Geshem, the same Achlokas applies. It just applies about Revia Rishona. So that uh, turns things on its head. We thought that primarily what we're saying is that there's a case where there's no Machlokas, where the Chamrim Shem agree. And that in fact is how the Ran understands and it's even how the Rush understands. But uh, comes along the Mefari, says no, in every case there's a Machlokas, both in the case of Geshamim and in the case of Geshem. It's just that if you say Geshamim, the Machlokas is about Revia Shnia, do we mean the Zman or the actual event? And if you say Geshem, it's about Revia Rishona, do we mean the Zman or the actual event? But again, we're going to stick with the Ran, so again, the Ran understands that what we're saying over here is that yes, we have a Machlokas, if you say Ad HaGeshamim, it doesn't mean until the Revi 
Shniya or just the time of the Revia Shniya. I mean, does it mean the time of the Revia Shniya or, or the actual event of the rain coming down? But if you say Ad HaGeshem, then for sure it's all about time and it's not about the rain at all. And there's no Machlokas Tanayim about that. So now the Gemara challenges Meisve that we have a price that says as follows. Ezeli's Mana Shal Revia. The price that discusses what are these reveals? What are what is this man where we expect the first rain, the second rain, the third rain? Sabachira, the Revia Rishona is Bishlosha. That's on the third day of Cheshvan. Beninis, the Revia Shnia is Bishiva. It's on the seventh day of Cheshvan. And then Afila, the last rain is the Revia Shlishis, is Be'esrim Bishlosha. It's on the 23rd day of, uh, of Cheshvan. The Masechus Tainus, the Girsa, is Beshiva Asar. That not passed from Beshlosha, but if the Beninus was Shiva, the Afila is Beshiva Asar on the 17th. The Tverasion points out that you have to have that Girsa, because if it's like the Girsa that we have, it would turn out that a mayor holds that the Zman of the Revia Shlishis is the 23rd day of Cheshvan. So when the Brysa says in Masechus Tainus that he gia Shiva Asar Becheshvan, the Loyarduk Shamim, the 17th of Cheshvan arrives, and it didn't rain, so the Yechidim would be Misanim, wouldn't follow any of the Shittos of Tanaim. So in order to make that work with any of the Tanaim, you have to change the Girsa from over here from Be'esrim Veshlosha to Beshiva Asar. Divir Rabbi Meir, that's Rabbi Meir's Shita. The Me'iri explains the reason it says Bechira, Beinin, Nesafilo, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about Revia Rishona, Shnia, Ushlishes. Why would you call that Bechira, Beinin, Nesafilo? Call that Rishona, Shnia, Shlishes. Those are much better words to use. So uh, the Meiri explains that when it rains on on, on, on uh, time, uh, when in each revia it, it would be called Rishon Shlishes. But when the uh, the first rain is delayed and it only comes down on Zayin Cheshvan, according to Rabbi Meir, meaning it should have been Vishlosha, but it comes down on Shiva, comes down on Zayin Cheshvan, then the revia is called the Beninis. And if it doesn't come down until Yud Zayin Cheshvan, then it's called Afila, because it wasn't the actual rain. So you can't call it Rishon because if it doesn't rain until these later dates, so then we're saying, oh, this is a, 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 a rain that's a bit late, and this is a rain that is very late. So that's the terminology that we use to describe when it actually rains. But uh, those are the dates according to Rabbi Meir. The 3rd, the 7th, and the 17th. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it's Beshiva, Beshiva Asar, Ubas Mishlosha. It's the 7th, the 17th, and the 23rd of Marcheshvan. And Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, no, even later. Beshiva Asar, that it's the 17th, the 23rd, and Rosh Chodesh Kislev. And Rabbi Yossi seems to, uh, to, to Rabbi Yossi therefore says, since uh, the, the Revi Shlishis is only Rosh Chodesh Kislev, the Yechidim, the Talmidei Chachamim, will only begin to fast once Rosh Chodesh Kislev has come and it has not yet uh, rained. Only then do they, uh, do, do they uh, fast. Now this is all based on the Shita of the Ran and most of the Rishonim, the way we just explained it, that all of this is just describing the first rain, the second rain, the third rain. However, the Rambam in the Pirush Mishnayos and also in Hilchus, uh, in, 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 uh, in, in the Pirush Mishnayos over here, and also in the Pirush Mishnayos in Mesechus explains differently that the Brisa is coming to tell me what is the Zman of the Revia Shnia. And when the Tanaim say Shlosh Zman, it's to be Mechalik between different types of years. 
that there are some years that the rain comes a little bit early and some years that the rain comes a little bit late. So our mayor says in the year that the rain is a little bit early, the Ruvia Shnia is Gimel Cheshvan. When, uh, when the rain is uh, average, uh, when it's, uh, so then the Ruvia Shnia is Zayin Cheshvan. And when the rain is very late, the Ruvia Shnia is Yud Zayin Cheshvan. So, and that's how he explains the Sheet of Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi as well, that it's all of these dates are just for the Ruvia Shnia. They're all about the Ruvia Shnia. And it's just about describing different types of years. Some years the rain comes a little early, some years the rain comes a little late. Says in Merkevus Mishnah, the Rambam is not going to be bothered by the Kash of the Me'iri that we mentioned before. The Me'iri was bothered. Well, if you're talking about Revere Rishon Shnir Shlishes, call it Rishon Shnir Shlishes. Why would you call it Bechira, Beninis, Afila? These are funny words to use instead of just saying Rishon Shnir Shlishes. So we had the Mahalik of the Me'iri, but the Rambam wouldn't have the Kash at all because it's not about Rishon Shnir Shlishes according to the Rambam. It's really about how early the rain is showing up in that, uh, in that given year. Tzfarazin also points out that Rabbi Yossi is being mechadish when he says that the Yechidim are only Misane until uh, after Rosh Chodesh Kislev. What he's trying to tell you is that Tamidicham are not allowed to fast prior to that point. That it's considered that they're pushing HaKadosh Baruch Hu before the Zman. They shouldn't be Matriach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning we often think of Tefillah and Tainus. It's Yafali Olam. It's always good to engage in Tefillah. And it's true. It is always good to engage in Tefillah. But Bakashos and Tainios for with specific requests are not always good. There are limitations to what a person is allowed to ask for in a uh, in a tefillah. There are protocols to uh, to tefillah. So if a Baruch, you know, if the rain is five minutes late, it's 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 uh, hysteria to go and to start fasting. And Akharish Baruch does not look kindly at that. Well, you know, have some patience and way Akharish Baruch knows what he's doing. He's running the world. It's only when things are getting very desperate that you're uh, supposed to go. It's similar to the idea that you have uh, that there, there are rules in terms of tefillah. You're not allowed to daven for a nace. Why you're not allowed to daven for a nace? Hashem could do nisim, Hashem could do nare, but it's not proper. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tries to run his world with Derech HaTeva, and if you're going to go daven for a nace, you're going shalom, I'll pee Derech HaTeva, you're, going, you're asking for Hashem to do that which he doesn't uh, like to do. He prefers to run the world, I'll pee Derech HaTeva. So there are protocols to tefillah. You can't just go in and uh, ask for whatever you want. So yes, we always daven, but the question is, uh, what kinds of bakashos do we make? So anyway, that's Rabbi Yossi, that the Yechidim would only be Masana if Rosh Chodesh Kislev has arrived and it has not yet rained. So the Gemara brings enough Kamina Ladina uh, about these Revi'os. Uh, and the, the Gemara says, I understand. Bishlam Revi'a Rishona. Why do you need to tell me when the Revi'a Rishona is? Just wait till it rains. Why do I need to know when it's expected? Lishael. To know when it's appropriate to start saying the Saint Talumatar. In Davening, you start saying the Saint Talumatar when uh, you would hope for rain, when you would expect the rain to be there. Shlishis. I understand why you need to tell me when the Revi'a Shlishis is. Lisanos to know when it's really time to uh, to fast because things are getting desperate because it's been so long. Why do I need to know what the Revia Shnia is? It's not about fasting. It's not about uh, being mevakesh rain. So what is it? So I'm Rabbi Zerah Linoder. The, the Revia Shnia is if a person takes a neder ad he means until the Revia Shnia because uh, that's uh, that's the average time. The Revia Shnia would be the normal time where uh, where you would expect it to rain. Varmin and Allah. So we said about this uh, on this machlokas tanaim, this three-way machlokas tanaim about what the dates are of the Revi'a Rishon Shnir Shlishis 
which shita in Tanayim is followed by the following brisa? That Rameshimim Liel says that sometimes if it rains seven consecutive days, that in in uh, in seven straight days of rain where it didn't seem to stop, it just went straight through. You can already uh, cover both the Revia Rishona and Shnia. It's considered to be two Revios, even though it seemed like one long storm. But since it lasted for seven days, so it uh, it extended from one Revia to the next. So command Rabiosi, that would only fit the Shita of Rabiosi, because he holds that the Revia Rishona is Shiva Asr B'Cheshvan, and the Revia Shnia is Asr B'Shlosha B'Cheshvan, it's the 23rd day of Cheshvan. So in between that, there's seven days, so between the 17th and the 23rd, is a total of uh, of seven days. Masha'in came according to our mayor. It's only five days from the Rishona to the Shniya because it's the third and the seventh day of Marcheshon. And according to Rabbi Yossi, it's 11 days between the Rishona and the, uh, the Shniya because Rabbi Yossi said it's, uh, that, that, uh, that, that uh, well, uh, according to Rabbi Yossi, between, between uh, uh, the, it's, it's, uh, no, it's, it's, according to Rabbi Yossi, we said, uh, what do we say over here? Oh no, Kaman Krabiosi, according to Rabbi Yehuda, rather, uh, it would be 11 days because it's Shiva and Shiva Asar, right? Rabbi Yossi is the only one that would say that it's seven days. So, Rabbi Shungam Liel is trying to say, uh, the way the Gemara, the way the Ran understands this Gemara, Rabbi Shungam Liel is trying to say that according to the Chachamim, meaning I hold in the Mishnah, that when you say Ada Gashamim, it doesn't even need to rain as long as the Zman of the Gashamim comes, because uh, that was Rabbi Shungam Liel Shita in the Mishnah. But according to the Chachamim, that it actually has to rain. Uh, nevertheless, if it if the rain comes down from the Revia Rishona until the Revia Shnia, it should be considered that two Revios have already come down, and therefore the, the Zman of the Neder has arrived. Meaning, says uh, according to me, as long as that date has arrived, it's the Zman of the Revia Shnia, and therefore it's the time for your Neder, the time for your Neder is up. But according to the Chamin, where you actually need two rains, it actually has to rain twice, at least be Moda, that if it rains consecutively for seven days, that that's the equivalent of, uh, of two rains within the sheet of Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara understands that Rameshun Liel is saying this din in a case where a guy said Ad HaGeshem, because that would be the normal Lashon to use. So the Gemara is asking if Rabbi Zeir is correct, that when you say Ad HaGeshem, it's only, everyone would agree, it's only until the date of the Rav and you don't need the actual Rav why is Rameshun Liel talking about when it rains for seven days straight, when you're using the word Ad HaGeshem no one requires that it rains. It's only about the date, and we know when the date is. So, so the the, the whole uh, statement of Rishon Liel doesn't make sense in the context of Ad Hageshem. If you're going to assume, like Rabbi Zera, that no one argues about Ad Hageshem, that Ad Hageshem is always about the date. So says, "Where well, you're right, Hauda Amar Ad Hageshemim." That really, uh, Rabbi Zera is correct. That when you say Ad Hageshem, everyone agrees it's only about the date and not about the actual rain. And when Rishon Liel says to the Chachamim that the Chacham would hold that if it rains for seven days straight you've reached Raviyashniya, that's if you said Ad Hagashamim, where they actually have a machlokas. That's where the Chacham would say you need actual rain. So it comes along with Shumil and says, yeah, but it doesn't need to be two separate uh, rainstorms. It could be one long seven-day rainstorm, and then you'll have already achieved Ad Hagashamim. So that's the uh, the the raya and the rejection of the or the Kashan Rabbi Zera and the answer to that Kashan Rabbi Zera. So now we move on to the next mission. And the mission is going to discuss how we account for the second Chodesh Adar in uh, in terms of Nadarim. So a person... <laughs>
is standing there at the beginning of the year and he says that I'm going to take a nether of yayin that I'm not going to have yayin this year the Rav understands that it's, he's standing there in Rosh Hashanah saying this year I'm not going to have wine and the reason he says that he says that it's Rosh Hashanah is because there's a chiddush that uh, you wouldn't say that he means only 12 months like Rov Shanim that he means whatever this year may bring even if it brings 13 months not Rosh Hashanah he's saying the Rosh Chodesh Nisan whatever at the beginning of the year, uh, but if he's uh, in, in in the middle of the year and he says Hashana, so then for sure it includes the Chodesh Ibor because he clearly means uh, until the the, uh, the 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 Shana that uh, that he's in right now ends, and that would obviously include the Chodesh Ibor. However, the Rush and the Ritva and other Rishonim say, uh, based on the Yerushalmi, that the Chodesh is that you don't assume that the Chodesh Ibor should it replace Chodesh Elul and should Aser until Chodesh Elul, not until. Rosh Hashanah, where that uh, it's, he's Taka Aser until Rosh Hashanah. So the Chiddush is regardless of whether it's in the middle of the year or at the beginning of the year. So anyway, so a guy's standing there either at the beginning of the year, according to according to the Ran, or according to other Rishonim sometime in the middle of the year, and he says Konim Yain Shani Toim Lashana Lashana is the same as Hashana. This year, uh, it should be Aser for me to drink wine. This Abra Hashana, if it then turns out that it's a leap year, Aser Ba Ubi Ibura, that the Isser applies not only in uh, Adarishon but Adasheni as well. The Ran quotes the Shita of the Rashba that if a person says Konim Yain Shani Toim Shana Achas then it's Mutter Bi'ibura. He's only Asr for Shem Asr Chodesh because uh, if he's not Mekayim the Neder right now he'll be able to Mekayim the, the following year. Meaning if a person took a Neder that says Shana Achas what happens if he doesn't follow through and he doesn't keep the Neder right now? So we'll say okay you could still fulfill your Neder do it a different Shana Achas do it next year but this year was a Shana Muberis. Next year's not going to be Shana Muberis. Yeah, fine. So you'll do next year. That's also a year. So since, says the Ran in the name of the Rashba, since the words Shana Achas could be, the, the, the commitment of Shana Achas could be fulfilled by a total of 12 months if he's late in paying it, if he's late in, in, in fulfilling that commitment. So even when he's on time in fulfilling that commitment, it should also be only 12, 12 months. Whereas the Ran himself disagrees and he says that even if you just say Shana Achas, if you are standing there in a Shana Mu'ubaris, when you say Shana Achas, we assume that you mean 13 months. We assume that you mean a Shana Achas by the standards of that year. What if a person is uh, in a Shana Mu'ubaris and he says Ad Rosh Adar? that I'm taking a nether until the beginning of Adar. So then it's Ad Rosh Adar Harishon. That's until the beginning of the first Adar. Ad Sof Adar, if he says until the end of Adar, Ad Sof Adar Harishon. He means until the end of the first Adar because apparently the Mishnah assumes that Stam Adar means the first Adar. Unless you say explicitly that you mean Adar Sheni, we always assume Stam Adar is the first Adar. The Ran quotes that some have a girsa. Ad Sof Adar means Ad Sof Adar Hashemi. Meaning our gears in the Gemara in the Mishnah over here is that Adar means Adarisha, whether it's Rosh Adar or Sof Adar. The Ran has another gear so that Rosh Adar means the beginning of Adarisha. Sof Adar means the end of Adarsheni. That people don't really distinguish between Adarisha and Adarsheni. So when you say the beginning of, you mean the beginning of the first of the two. When you say the end of, you mean the end of the second of the two. Such a gear so that the Ran quotes, but we're going to stick with our gear so that the Mishnah seems to be assuming 
that other stam other means other rishon. So now, based on that, says the Gemara, Alma stamada other the kamar rishonu. From our Mishnah, certainly our Girsa in the Mishnah, it sounds like the stam other that we're talking about is Adarishon. So maybe our Mishnah seems to be assuming like the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, because this is a machlokas tanayim about when a person writes a shtar, which Adar do you have to mark off and be specific that it's the Rishon or the Shani, and which one can you just call Adar Stam? So it says if a person's Adar Rishon Kosev, Adar Rishon. You want to write Adar Rishon? Say Adar Rishon. Adar Shani, you want to indicate Adar Shani when you're writing a shtar and it happens to be Adar Shani without you writing the shtar? Kosev Adar Stam. That you call Adar Stam Divrei Rabbi Meir. That's Rabbi Meir Shita, that it would be called Adar Stam. Why would Adar Shani be called Adar Stam? So Tosas points out because uh, the, the Chodesh Adar in uh, every year is a Chodesh Chaser. In uh, Shanamu Beres, Adar Rishon is Malay and Adar Shani is Chaser. So Adar Shani has the characteristics of Chodesh Adar. Adar Rishon is a different length than Chodesh Adar ever normally is. Furthermore, he says, Kriyas HaMegillah, Purim, you do an Adar Sheni, and those are the primary characteristics of Chodesh Adar. So that's why Rameir is going to say, Stam Adar is Adar Sheni, even though you've already had a prior Adar to it, but this is the one that most resembles Chodesh Adar. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Adar Rishon Kosif Stam, Adar Sheni Kosif Tinyan, that when it comes to Adar Rishon, you would just call it Stam Adar. Adar Sheni is called the second Adar. You would write Tinyan, Tinyan means the second one. That's like, uh, like Madura Tinyana, you have in uh, the Nadeviyuda. Now the story means the second volume. Because Stam Adar Belashem Neodam is Adar Rishon. So from the Mishnah, it's, Mishnah it sounds that the Mishnah is following Shittas Rabbi that a person takes a nether until Adar means Adar Rishon. Until the end of Adar means the end of Adar Rishon. So Rabbi Yavai says, not so fast. It could be that uh, the Mishnah is following Rabbi Meir. I, but Rabbi Meir said Stam Adar is Adar Shani, and the Mishnah seems to be assuming it's Adar Rishon. It depends. When Rabbi Meir says that Stam Adar is Adar Shani, that's assuming that at the time that you're taking the nether, you are already aware that there will be an Adar Shani. So then we say that Stam Adar means Adar Shani, whereas it did in the Mishnah when we said Stam Adar means Adar Rishon, means at the time you took the nether, you didn't know there was going to be an Adar Shani. So of course you meant Adar Rishon, because that's the only one that was guaranteed to actually come. The Rashash raises a question that if the Mishnah is talking about a case where you didn't even know that it's going to be an Adar Shani, so why in the Rasha does it say that if you take a neder l'shanazu, it's nesar ba'ubi ibura that the other sheni is included in the neder? Was that really the das b'nei adam that a person takes a neder and he says that it's going to be asked to him for shanazu? For this year, and he had no idea there was going to be an Adar Shani. We assume that his Das is going to include Adar Shani. So says Rosh Hashanah, yeah, Zu sounds like whatever may come. It means, uh, you know, until Rosh Hashanah, whatever, however long the year might be. So that's going to be automatically included in the Nether. And says the Gemara Vatanya, and we have a Raya from a Brisa that this Chilik is correct. This Chilik between the person who knows that there's going to be an Adar Shani and one who does not know there will be an Adar Shani. Because the Brisa says, a person takes a nether of, uh, against Yayin, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. That means until Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. Vim Haisa Shanu Muberes, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni. But if it happens to be a Shanu Muberes, then it doesn't mean Adar Rishon, it means Adar Sheni. Wait a second. Im Haisa Shanu Muberes means up until then we've been assuming it's not a Shanu Muberes. So when there's only one Adar, the great Chiddush of this first line of the Brisa is when there's only one Adar and a person says, 
Adrosh Chodesh Adar, he means Adar Rishon. If there's only one other, of course he means other Rishon. There's nothing else to talk about. So what, what does this mean? How do you even read the Brysa? That first line of the Brysa was talking about where it's not Mubaris, where there's only one other. He said, oh, he means other Rishon when it's only one other. Of course he means other Rishon. That the Sefer, when it says is talking about a case where you knew for sure that there was going to be a second Adar. But the Rasha, when, when it said is talking about a case where there taka was a second Adar, but you didn't know in advance that there was going to be a second Adar. So then we say that your Kavan is only until Adar Rishon. But you see that there it is, that Chilik between a case where a fellow knew that there was going to be a second other in the case where he didn't know that there was going to be a second Adar. So how do we paskin in terms of uh, w- which one is Adar Stam and which one is, uh, do you have to you know, identify as uh, the Adar? So it's Machlokas Rishonim. The Ran writes that uh, the Gemara Nerevin tells us in Daf Memvavim Beis that whenever you have Machlokas from Meir Rabbi Yehuda, it's a Klal in Halacha that Allah Rabbi Yehuda. So we should paskin Rabbi Yehuda over here as well that Stam Adar is Adar Rishon and someone who writes in the Shtar uh, Adar Sheni, someone who's writing a star in Adarsheni needs to indicate Adarsheni. But if you write Adarstam, uh, and w- while it's really happening in Adarsheni, if you date the star Adarstam, that's what we call a star muktam, because Adarstam implies Adarishon. It's a star muktam, and it's going to be possible. And if you're writing star in Adarishon, you could just write Adarstam. And that, that's true by Gitten, by any star, it would be perfectly kosher in Adarishon to write Adarstam, because we pass in Akrabiuta. The Rambam in Hilchsudar and at least certainly the way the Kesem Mishnah understands the Rambam, passing is like Rabbi Meir, that a person who says Ad Sof Adar, if he knew that it was a Shadu Muberis, it's Ad Sof Adar Hasheni. So uh, you have this Machlokus Rishonim, how we're going to paskin when you have two others, which one uh, is a person supposed to write in a uh, in, in in a star? It's not only in a star. Like when you're mevarich lechodesh, right? And which uh, do you say ader rishon, ader sheni, ader stam? When there are two uh, two others, how exactly do we? So the Ramah paskins in Eben Ezra, Simon Samachvav, that if you write ader rish in ader rishon, you write ader stam, that's kosher. But if ader sheni, you write ader stam, then the get is going to be possible because ader rishon is the ader stam. Meaning the the Ran, the Rama paskins like the Ran who paskins like Rabbi Yehuda um, uh, in Nachla Shiva he says you know it's easy enough to just indicate regardless meaning satisfy both shitos when you're writing a star just say you write a ksuba a get write other rishon other rishon write other sheni and other sheni and then you know where, where this matters is if a person didn't do that you know they just wrote other so I need to know is it kosher or is it not kosher so that's what the Ramah Paskins like the uh, like the Ran says that we Paskin like uh, like like Rabbi Yehuda um, the, uh, the in the Chuvus Yafa Lulev he writes that when the Kafa Chaim writes that in the Shanum Uberes you should say in Tfilas Musaf for Rosh Chodesh, the Mechilas Chetul Slichasavon Ulechaparas Pesha. It really primarily is about Adarishon, meaning the Chodesh Ibor. He has he has a Chuvas Radvaz that says that the Chodesh Ibor is not Adarsheni. The Chodesh Ibor is Adarishon, and it, meaning going with the indication that uh, that uh, the Balayatosa said that Adarsheni is the one that looks a lot more like Adar than Adarishon does. So Adarsheni is the real Adar. Adarishon is the one that's the Chodesh Ibor. So that's where. 
where the primarily it has to be added. This discussion comes up in other uh, places as well. Um, you know, for example, the Mishnah discusses uh, in Saksba Metzia someone who's maskir lechavero uh, or bias lashana. So and then it's nesabra ashana. So uh, who who gets the house during that uh, that that extra month? So uh, this comes up in other other areas of uh, of halacha or the uh, for example. The halach is you're not allowed to marry Meinekes Chavero until 24 months after the baby was born. So uh, 24 months or two years? You have to wait till the baby's two years old. What if one of those years was Shana Muberes? So Pashtus, you would imagine over there, it's about the number of months because it's about the safety of the baby when the baby is able to eat regular food and is not going to be uh, neglected by the uh, by the mother. However, uh, the Ramah in Eben Ezer is Machmir. He quotes the Ram to be Machmir that even Chodesh Yibur you're not allowed to get married. Now the Yehuda doesn't understand why that should be the case and he disagrees with the Ramah um, but he, he says even though I disagree uh, I'm only disagreeing la halacha v'lo l'maysa k'schalila l'achlo kalmaram u'psakarama because who am I? Can you can't uh, argue on the the Rama? But that's a discussion. So again, there's a lot of discussion over here. Either Rishon, either Sheni. So uh, when we get to Masechus Megillah, we'll discuss it again. Uh, coming around, whenever. So uh, so the uh, the the okay n- new Mishnah now. So says the Mishnah. Um, this is the the last Mishnah of the parak, and it's just going to give a number of cases where we know what the words mean, but nevertheless, certain Tanaim hold we don't listen to what the words actually normally mean because the context tells us that. They mean something else. So He says, I'm not going to drink any wine. Now we already learned means until it's over, until after Pesach. Why would a person but why, why would a person put Pesach as the end point of his net put after Pesach as the end point of a Nedar Yain? No, Pesach. He's saying, I'm not going to drink wine till I have a mitzvah of So what he, even though he says, which normally means until it's over, he clearly means till it starts, meaning uh, that at the Seder, he plans on drinking wine. That is the way the Ran understands uh, this Gemara. It happens to be Shindu Gubetzas understands that, no, he's Dafka saying that he doesn't want to drink wine at the Seder. And he's saying that when the Mishnah says, Adlel Pesach means including Lel Pesach, but that's not the possible. The pashtus is <coughs> like the uh, like the Ran understands that he's he's answering ad ad lel pesach, meaning that he will be able to drink wine at the uh, at the at the seder. The Ran explains that uh, Rabbi uh, that uh, um, yeah. I'm sorry. So Amar Kolim Basar Sheni Toim. If he takes a neder against eating meat, ad she yehei hatzom until Yom Kippur yehei. So normally you would think that means till after Yom Kippur, but ain't no answer. Ella ad leleitzom. It's only answer until erev Yom Kippur. So this guy means because we assume he means to it until the time when people typically eat meat and people typically eat meat on Erev Yom Kippurim because uh, Erev Yom Kippur there's a mitzvah achila. the Ran explains Rabbi is adding an extra chiddush in this one that there's no Isra at all until the Tzom itself it's only until Erev Yom Kippur meaning Pesach was one chiddush and it doesn't mean till after Pesach it means till the beginning of Pesach well Tzom doesn't even mean till the beginning Beginning of Yom Kippur. It means still the day before the beginning of Yom Kippur, because on Erev Yom Kippur you're allowed to eat meat. But we could assume, based on context, that that's what the uh, the fellow uh, must mean. According to Shintum Mikvetzes, that we mentioned before, this this line is much more tricky, right? Because what does Shintum Mikvetzes say that uh, that Ad Lel Pesach means including Lel Pesach? So he as he learns Ad Shiyehei Atzo means 
including the uh, Erev Yom Kippur. That including Erev Yom Kippur, well, including Erev Yom Kippur already includes Yom Kippur, because if you're not eating meat until Erev Yom Kippur, then you're not... Uh, so Nafkamina is, when you eat on Yom Kippur, did you also violate a neder? Meaning, uh, did you not only violate eating on Yom Kippur, did you also violate a So again, like we said, the Pashtus is much more like the, uh, like the run. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi adds that Konim Shum Sha'anitoim Shabbos, a person says, I'm not going to eat garlic until Tehei Shabbos, and also Elad Lele Shabbos. He's only Asr until Friday night. Because his intention was until the time that it's the derech for people to, uh, to eat garlic. What does it mean, the derech for people to eat garlic? So it's a Takana Sezra. The Gemara Baba Kamadav Pebez goes through all the Takana Sezra, right? Isha Chafefes Pesara and Tevila Sezra, all the different Takana Sezra. So one of the Takana Sezra is that, uh, that, that since there's a mitzvah's owner, Belel Shabbos, and garlic is assumed to be Marbe Vizera, so it's a takana to eat garlic on Lel Shabbos. So the discussion in the Yachronim, does Lel Shabbos mean Friday afternoon or does it mean Friday night the, at the actual Shabbos Su'uda? The impression you get from the Gemara is that it means the Shabbos, from this Mishnah, is that it means the Shabbos Su'uda. So the, 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 the point of contention is, really, it's how quickly, how fast acting is that? Meaning it's Marba de Zera, like Mamish immediately? Like you would think, it, it takes a little bit of time. So you say, oh no, the Gemara earlier in the Dharma said that the ideal time for the owner is in the middle of the night. So if you have a suit at the beginning of the night, so then maybe by the middle of the night it will talk about Marba the Zera. That uh, I'm, I'm taking a neder that I'm not going to get any anah from you. Until you come and take for your son one core of wheat and two barrels of wine. You can undo that neder even without the benefit of a chacham. And Say, did I did I say that you should take these things? Um, did you say that I uh, that I should take these things for any other reason than that you wanted to be mechabin me to show that I'm a chashav person in your eyes, and that's why you want to give me this matana? But guess what? Zehu kvodi. It would be a greater comfort for me if you listen to me that I'm not interested in taking these items. That I don't want to take these uh, these items. So uh, so the the rush writes that it's my kavod that I'm going to be mefarnes my own son. That you know you're saying. That, uh, that I have to take these things for my son. No, I'm not going to take them for my son. I want to be Mepharnes, my son. That's my cover to be Mepharnes, my own child. Another uh, din. A guy says to his friend, uh, I, you should not be allowed to get a nor from me unless you give my son so now you have a machlokas Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim. Whereas in the previous uh, case, it didn't seem that we had a machlokas. It seemed like very straightforward that you could just uh, undo the nether without going to a Chacham. Now Rabbi Meir Omer, Asr Adshiitin, that the nether is Chal and there's an Isra Anna until he actually follows through on it. That also could be done Shalal Bi Chacham. You could say it's kilu is kabalti, and therefore it's uh, you're allowed to get hanaa from the uh, from the person. The Ran quotes Yerushalmi that in the previous case, Rameir also disagrees and uh, holds that you cannot say zehu kvoti that you have to actually take it in order for the friend to get hanaa from him. However, Tosas disagrees and he says no. In the Reisha, Rabbi Meir is moda that you could say zehu kvoti because that's a normal thing that a person wants to be mischabed by the fact that he's not taking a matana. So therefore, it's heter gomer as. Post in the Sefer, since the Madir is uh, begging him that he 
he should give to his child, give something to his child, and he asks his Hanan him until he gives it, so it's not normal for a person to change his mind and say, Ki'ilu is Kabalti. So that's why we assume that uh, he means mamish that you can't say Ki'ilu is Kabalti, whereas the Chachamim disagree, and the Chachamim can say, you can say Ki'ilu is Kabalti. This is a discussion whether you, uh, where where can you and where can't you say Ki'ilu is Kabalti, right? The Ramah writes in Ilchus Purim that if a person is Shalech Manos L'chaveru, Mishloch Manos, and the person says, ah, no thank you, ah, So the Ramah writes, Yotzei the Mitzvah, Mishloch Manos. Now maybe there's such a din of Ki'ilu is Kabalti when it comes to Mishloch Manos. They were begging someone, please marry your Basachoso, marry your niece, which apparently uh, the, the, uh, was a normal thing uh, to do. The Gemara Yavama says that that was not just normal, it was an encouraged thing to do. So they're telling him, but it's really Labdafka about Basachoso over here. The point is, they're telling him to marry someone. So he says, I'm taking that, that she's never allowed to get a no from me. Or he's Megarish's wife, and he's like, Another, she should never get a no from me. He doesn't mean that they should never get Hanah. He means he never wants to be married to them. So that's all that's included in the uh, in the nether. But all other Hanahs are mutter. Someone who's asking his friend to eat a meal with him. I'm not entering your house. I'm not drinking a drop of water in your You're allowed to go into the house. You're allowed to drink Because you meant to respond to the invitation to have a meal. So that's what you really intended. The Rush says, and by the way, you're allowed to have a meal also, because you only said that so it didn't mean and when you said you didn't mean it, when you meant you didn't say, so immediately you have no net there. Tomorrow we will pick up with the beginning of the ninth parak of Mesachus Nadarim. Have a great day, everyone.